Would you or anyone you know be interested in the best of what we've learned from over 350 expert interviews? Business expert interviews just like this one you're about to listen to. Plus, I'll share what we discovered spending $50,000 to go through over 100 years of business success research. Thousands of evidence-based scientific studies on what really works. Visit bestbusinesscoach.ca for more info on how, in 90 days or less, you can get eight better business habits or get three times your money back. That's 90 days to eight types of better business, fitness, and mindset habits. These will determine who survives and thrives in these unusual times and who doesn't. Visit bestbusinesscoach.ca. You'll discover our new business coaching and accountability program for business, fitness, and mindset all in one. You'll also learn how you can get over $11,336 in free bonuses for only $1. Go to bestbusinesscoach.ca for more info. That's bestbusinesscoach.ca, like Canada or California. See you there. Hi, I'm Daryl Urbanski, and welcome to the Best Business Podcast. My mission is to help create 200 new multi-millionaire business owners. How? You'll do better when you know better. In my interviews, you'll hear from self-made millionaires, seven-figure business owners, authors, and world-class experts sharing how they did it so you can too without experiencing the same obstacles they did. Now, if you like this interview, please share it with a friend you think will benefit. They'll appreciate it, and I will as well. You can also connect with me on social media. Look for Daryl Urbanski, D-A-R-Y-L, Urban Ski, U-R-B-A-N-S-K-I, and add me so we can be friends. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy what I've prepared for you right here, right now. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. My name is Daryl Urbanski, your host as always, and today I'd like to introduce you to Armand Morin. He's a loving husband to his beautiful wife, Mariana, and out of our 122 mutual friends on Facebook, I've probably heard his name mentioned by about a third of them. Some of you may know him from his big event seminars. These were some of the biggest internet marketing events in history. His events helped to train more people in all areas of internet marketing than any other event in the world. He has seen the gurus come and go. He knows what strategies are working today and have stood the test of time over and over and over. Armand is an internet marketing industry expert who built a multi-million dollar international business. In 1996, he started with $1.83 in his pocket, no experience, and has grown it into a multi-million dollar business, which has touched more than 100 countries around the world. He is also an international speaker and trainer. He has shared the stage with people such as Donald Trump, Richard Branson, J. Conrad Livingston, Levingston, and many, 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 many more. His straight-to-the-point teaching style has the unique ability to literally transform any business in 90 minutes or less, and I am very honored to be able to introduce you to him. Armand, thank you for your time, my friend. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you for having me. I am doing amazing today. <laughs> good, good. Glad to hear it. Now, um, my first question for you is a little bit not typical. I've, no, I've heard that you've been known to work at night in your secret lab dun- dungeon. And I <laughs> want to know, does that still work for you? Or are you sleeping like the rest of us mere mortals? Yeah, uh, you know, I actually do still work at late at night. Um, I actually work typically till about 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Really? Yeah. And so when do you sleep? Are you like on a four-hour sleep cycle or six-hour sleep cycle? Sleep is optional. Sleep is optional. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I sleep. Uh, I, I'll go to bed at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. And typically around 5 o'clock or so when the sun starts coming up, I'm kind of like a vampire in that way. <laughs> and And the reason I go to sleep at that time is because... I feel guilty because the sun is coming up. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's like when I was a teenager walking home after partying at night. It was always worse if the sun hits you before you got home. That's you right. Just like melt. Like, no. <laughs> so, so what I do is uh, the sun will come up uh, and I'll, you know, I'll try to be in bed before then because it's harder to sleep when the sun comes up. Right. Um, but um, then I'll, I'll go to sleep till, you know, depending, you know, 11, 12 o'clock and um, typically around 10, actually 1030 now. Um, usually. Hmm. And then uh, I'll take a nap in the afternoon as well, too. Got it. Yeah, I'm kind of like that. There's this iPhone app called Sleep Cycle, and I love it. It's basically, really? I've tracked like almost 600 nights now, and I think my average is like 500 or five hours and 50 minutes of sleep. But I'm like you. I'll have a really short night's sleep, you know, somewhere like five, six hours, and then take a quick 30 to hour and a half nap in the in the afternoon. So do you find that helps you be more productive? I mean, it must be. You've built a multi-million yeah, I mean, business. I think that you... 
you know, my philosophy is really simple. My, my father laughs at me a lot because um, my, my philosophy is very simple, is that you sleep when you're tired and you wake up when you're not. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> and I mean, because if you think about it, I mean, think, think about this. The standard work day is built for, you know, people that have, you know, your typical brick and mortar type businesses. Right. But, you know, many people involved in online business, we don't need to or have to follow the standards that, you know, normal businesses do because our business is, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But at the same time, we need to think about as an individual, when are we the most productive? Mm -hmm. And for me, I'm just absolutely not a morning person in any way, shape or form. I need that time to kind of wake up, get my brain going, get everything going. And then in the afternoon, very productive. And but then in the evening, I'm even more productive because I don't have anyone calling me, contacting me or bothering me for that matter. So I can really work in a very controlled and a very focused environment at that time. And oddly enough, it's the t- it's about that last thirty minutes before I go to sleep, way in the wee hours of the morning, mm-hmm. that I get my best ideas. That's awesome. Uh, so it's it's just kind of strange that way, but it works. And you just figured it out like via trial and error, or was it a book you read or something? Like what got you into the vampire lifestyle? Um, it was, you know, I've been doing it so long I don't even know. But it wasn't anything I read. It was just it just kind of happened that way. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So I've heard a ton of amazing things about you. We've actually never met, so it really is an honor and a pleasure to be on the call with you just because I really have. I've, everyone that I know has talked about you and, like, you're the man and, you know, now you're still doing your thing, but you're not as much in the forefront as you were. But I hear you, like, you've got new things that you're pushing out. But you've just been, like, you've, you're like a statue. Like, you've just been in the industry forever. Like, um, so how did you even get started in this? And, and Yeah, I mean, it's it's really kind of interesting because – you know, with you know, I just wanted to comment real quick. It's really kind of funny that you say it's like you're not in the forefront of you know, like kind of like what you were doing. And it's really interesting because it's when I stopped doing seminars. Mm-hmm. It's like people think, well, he just you know, he's kind of doing his own thing. But and oddly enough, we're doing bigger events than we ever had before. Right. And and I'll explain that in a little bit as sure, we go sure, on. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, but my story started really about well, almost 20 years ago now. Um, what happened was I my first company I started in like 1995, and I started a long distance company. Uh, literally, I was competing with AT and T, MCI, and Sprint. Wow! Um, and just like you said, I started with a dollar and eighty three cents in my pocket. Um, had no business even trying to start this type of company, <laughs> uh, and had no idea what I was doing at all in any way, shape, or form. But the first seven days, we brought in a hundred thousand dollars worth of business. Nice. Um, the second week we brought another hundred thousand dollars worth of business, uh, over the course of the first 10 months that I had that company, actually they only had that company for 10 months. Uh, but we did $1.8 million in, uh, in sales and volume. And I ended up selling that particular business to, um, a company called Equalnet, okay. And, um, they bought us in exchange for stock in their company. Uh, and I thought, oh, I'm going to make a fortune. I'm going to make a killing because I know that they bought us and we got this stock. You know, that's not a good idea. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because what happened is that stock uh, today is worth exactly one cent. Wow. That's <laughs> so, so that's not if, – if someone offers to buy your company for in exchange for stock, don't do it. Yeah, take cash. But, cash uh, but at that point, uh, you know, we're talking about 1996 now. And uh, the internet, in the way that people are using it today, has been around for about one year. (laughs) So, (laughs) so the but everyone was saying the internet's the the future. Bill Gates was quoted in many different articles and magazines saying, "If your business is not on the internet, your business is going to be out of business." Mm -hmm. And uh, so I had no idea what the internet was. So I did what everyone else would. I went and got you know I had one of these discs from AOL at the time. And shoved them in my computer, and 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 I got on, and so, then someone told me, "Well, that's not really the internet. You you need to go this, and you need to go through." This. And and at that point, AOL was really kind of cool back then. Uh, in hindsight, looking back at it, because it created its own environment, and you actually weren't on the internet, hmm. which was really kind of neat uh, and kind of cool. Looking back at it, uh-huh. but. Um, so someone finally told me what you need to do is you need to click on the little E on your computer and that's going to take you to the internet. And then I said, well, what are you supposed to do? And they said, well, you search for stuff. I'm like, this is stupid. (laughs) 
no one is ever going to do this. Right, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be gone in a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, this is a fad. It's not going to happen. So anyway, so that first day I started searching uh, all kinds of different things. And, and again, I just had a long-distance company, so I was searching for my competitors and different companies that I knew. And, and I discovered that some of these people were actually selling things online. Um, and I'm like, wow, I said, that's, that's awesome. I said, you, you can just put up a website and you could sell stuff. I was like, this is great. This is fantastic. But what happened was, is on that AOL website, uh, I found this, this, this one little tiny website deep in, deep in it. And it said this, uh, pay me $25 and I will put your, a link to your website on my website and because I'm advertising my website so much, people will see my website and then they'll click on your link to go to your website. Hmm. So this person was basically selling ads on their website. That's all they were doing. Right. So I thought, you know, that, that, that sounds so simplistic, but I, I bet you that would work. Now, again, remember, I had been online for a grand total of two hours at this point. Right. <laughs> okay. You're an expert. So thinking, yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, oh man, I, I could probably do that. Right now, again, two hours into this. Now, again, we're talking 1996, and uh, so AOL had this program that I found within that that time frame, and it was called AOL Press, and it promised me if I followed its directions, I would have a website up in in a couple more hours. So I followed the directions, and here's what my website said. My website said, "If you give me twenty five dollars." I will put a link on my website <laughs> because I'm going to advertise it and you'll get traffic to your website. So I, I basically did the exact same thing the guy did because the one thing I kept uh, – well, actually, two things I kept from my uh, company that I had was I kept uh, my computer because uh, I had this big, bad computer that was like way ahead of its time. And I uh, kept this little software program that we had that allowed us to take checks over the internet without having uh, a person sign it. Ooh, that's powerful. Especially yes. that time, especially that year. Like that's pre-PayPal, that's pre-all oh, that yeah. stuff. That's there was huge. nothing. There was nothing at that point. Who, so, who, so I just have I, who, who made that software? I'm just curious. I have no idea. I can't even remember now. Okay. But it, it was this, it's, it's actually, it was legal. I don't know if it still is, but it was legal then to do, to do that. And um, the person had to give you their bank routing information, their bank account information, and it would automatically fill in these these details so that's how i took money so again my website address here's the funny part i had everything wrong on it uh my website address wasn't even an actual website it was actually a website a member's website on aol.com so um my website was something like aol.com slash members slash some funky name slash another name slash another name. Like the old Age of Fire ones. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it was. It was just very, very similar to that. And so there's, you know, deep, deep, deep into, the, you know, who knows how many folders deep. <laughs> and, and when you got there, it wasn't on a secure server or anything like that. It was just a plain old server. And people would give me their bank account and their check routing information and the, everything. Right. And uh, so, but that first week, though, here's what happened. I did advertise it, and I, I found there's classified sites on AOL at the time. I advertised it there, and any place I could find advertise, I would buy these little tiny ads. And sure enough, within that first week, I made $8,000 that first week. Whoa, that's a wake up call. Yeah, in checks. I had to actually hire someone to come in and type up. So I would work till about five o'clock you know, during the day. And then I would have to relinquish my computer to a girl that I had come into type in all the checks. Wow. Because we had That's to do a champagne it by... problem for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like, oh man, how do I do this? And you know, it's like, so I, I know I'll, I'll hire a girl that work, used to work for me when I had the telecom company. Mm -hmm. And so she came in, type up the checks and then I'd go to the bank the next day with a, these big stack of checks with no signatures. Right. <laughs> but eventually, but eventually what happened was, um, automation kind of took over. I knew that that wasn't going to be a long, long business. I knew that I needed more, uh, automation to it mm -hmm. in order to make it work. Um, so I just kept looking, you know, but now I had a couple bucks in my pocket. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking around to see what's going to happen next. And, and all of a sudden I had this idea one day and the idea was so simple. Um, I collected everything on the internet, m m my bookmarks, even today, my bookmarks are probably like my most valuable item. Um, but I collected everything in the form of bookmarks. I, if something was free or something I thought was cool, I would save it and I organized these. And I, I had this idea one day. I said, you know, if I think that these bookmarks are cool, I bet you other people would think that they're cool too. Mm -hmm. And so what I did 
and, and again, you're talking like 1997, roughly around this time frame. Okay. So 1997, I go out and I create a membership membership site, and inside my membership site is my bookmarks. That's right. That's all it was. Nothing more than just my bookmarks. And I said, okay, I'm going to charge people $110 a year in order to access these bookmarks. So my sales letter was just the most simplistic thing. It said problem, that's the top part, and it had two paragraphs. And then it said solution. Then it had another two paragraphs, and then it had a button for people to buy. That was it. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, they'd buy it for 110 bucks. And so I advertised it, again, some same places because I knew I need to advertise to get people. And all of a sudden, the first day, I had like you know ten people buy this. I'm like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. So again, I made about a thousand bucks or so. I'm like, this is great. So all of a sudden, I started advertising a little bit more. So next couple of days, you know, I had uh, well, actually over the course of the next week or so, I had uh, about a, a thousand people buy this. Wow! wow. So I brought in like a hundred thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So then everything started going crazy because this was – remember, this was way back before anyone ever heard of affiliate programs or anything like that. This even before but, the bubble. Yeah. I knew that if I couldn't do this myself, I need to leverage other people. So I had an affiliate program software. Really? Wow. And so I put this together and all of a sudden everyone that bought started referring other people and it just went crazy. We were getting up to two and three million visitors per day. Whoa, In fact, I started – now, again, remember, I, I, you know, I, I barely know anything about the internet. I knew I, at this point I could register a domain name. I knew I had a merchant account. I figured out how to get a membership password-protected area. But I'm still flying by the seat of my pants, and my hosting company is calling me saying we're crashing this server, we're crashing that server. <laughs> I had like five servers they had to chain together in order to, to, to take all this traffic that we were generating. <laughs> And and all of a sudden, over the course of uh, uh, 12 weeks, what happened is I brought in uh, – well, we sold about 35,000-plus memberships. Wow. Wow. Okay, so brought in $4.2 million. Now, now think of – I just want you to think about that, though. 12 weeks, mm-hmm. 1997, yep. $4.2 million, even, to, even by today's standard in internet marketing – that's way up huge still huge huge. now but again no one had ever seen anything like this before everyone didn't even know what the internet was for for the most part back then right your accountant must have thought you were like cooking the books or something because your margins uh, are just phenomenal well well, what happened the reason why it it uh, i said within 12 weeks was because in the 12th week i received a phone call from my merchant account company and they said mr morin um we noticed you've been processing a lot of orders, and I proudly said, well, yes, I have. <laughs> and they said, well, we are going to have to cancel your merchant account. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And now, I, now you got to remember, I had called in ahead of time when this first really started going big. Okay. And I had – I wanted to find out what my uh, – what my volume was, my volume limit, because what most people don't know is that when you have a merchant account, there is a volume limitation. Hmm. Um, and most people don't know it. Typically, it's around five to $10,000. And you know, if you have a little bit better, you can go up to about $50,000 or so in most cases, and then you need approval. Hmm. Now, I, again, back at that time, I called up ahead and they said, well, we don't see that you have any limitations. So I'm like, okay, well, it's unlimited, right? Right. So, but I didn't, I made the mistake and I didn't get anything in writing. So they call me up. They tell me all this. They said, we can't, we're going to cancel your merchant account. And here's the kicker. And we went into your bank account and took half the money. Oh, yes. So, uh, so now they took half. Remember, I had an affiliate program, yep. right? You have to pay so these I, people out. So I paid the other half out and I, they took my other half, the merchant account people. So now I, I just did $4.2 million and I have like almost nothing. Right. So I'm like, this is crazy. I had a, I had a business. I had this process of going on. And if I, I calculated this out uh, just to see what it would be, I guess to make myself wallow in my pity for myself. But uh, <laughs> if we would have kept on going, I, we would have done $155 million that year. Oh, oh. So, so now think about this. So oh. I am stuck now going – what is going on? Yeah. You know, life is horrible. You're having some and, like, deep conversation with God to be like, look, man, when I get up there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, please. <laughs> and so, but, but at that time, it was the, probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Really? And, and here's the reason why. Now, 
granted that selling the bookmarks and everything, yeah, I did a lot of right things, but I would probably say that a lot of it was luck and being in the right place at the right time and and stupid enough to actually take action on these ideas, right? <laughs> in some way. So but but here's what happened though is everything changed from that point on. Because now I realized I had a problem. I knew the internet worked. I knew 100% it worked. I knew I could sell things on the internet. But the problem was I could not get now get a merchant account because once they cancel your merchant account, you are now blackballed. No other merchant account company will take you. Right. So now I'm on a quest. I'm, the question is, and this is the question in my head, how can I process orders online without my own merchant account? And so I discovered uh, what's called third-party merchant accounts. Okay. And third-party merchant accounts today, we have things like PayPal, ClickBank, and you know, mm. a wide variety of other resources that you that you can use. You know, Braintree and all these other places right. uh, that are not really merchant accounts, but they act in the same way. And back then, there was other companies like this, and I discovered that there's about seventy different com- companies like this. And uh, they would charge you a little bit more, you know, whatever the merchant account fees, plus maybe another five, six, seven, even up to 10 or 20 percent more on top of that. Uh, so I said, OK, well, I can use one of these companies and now I'm back in business already. Right. In fact, one of them happened to be a company. I, I don't even remember the name now, but the company I actually ultimately went with was a company out of Canada. Got it. Hey, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and so what happened is I, I got hooked up with this company, but now I realized that as I was looking for these solutions, that there was a ton of other people looking for the exact same solution. Hmm. That they, they weren't in my situation necessarily, but they, they, they knew they didn't need a merchant account. And so I put together my very first internet marketing product, if you will, called Take Online Payments. And I sold it for $19.97. Got it. And uh, I sold that product for about 10 years. Wow. And uh, from day one... Uh, what, what I did was I, uh, I I put this product out there. I wrote the sales letter, just kind of modifying and looking at other sales letters that existed, and there weren't a lot of examples to go by. But I never changed a sales letter in ten years. Yeah, because wow. it, it worked so well. Now at nineteen dollars ninety seven cents, we sold about thirty thousand dollars each and every year for those ten years. Right. Uh, so it was just a great, you know, a simple yeah. product that fulfilled the need. Yep. And, and that was it. A list. But, but, at that, but that time, here's, here's the other piece, though, is that in order to make an ebook at that time, ebooks are different than they were t- than they are today. You know, Amazon changed the whole game. Uh, PDFs weren't really a thing back then. So your ebook was actually uh, an HTML file um, really? that was put into a software, an exe file. So right. it was a bunch of HTML files wrapped inside of an exe file, like a like a software piece. Right. And uh, so I said, well, in, in order to create this ebook, I need an ebook software. And so I, I bought all the different ebook software, and none of them did what I wanted them to do. And I, and I had that epiphany that most people have in many times in their life is that, you know, if, if someone would only make something that had all the good things without all the bad things, they'd make a million dollars. Right. And so I'm like, well, well, why can't I? So I had a couple bucks in my pocket. I found this company out of Yugoslavia. Again, remember, this is before outsourcing. Um, this is before anyone knew about the Philippines or India and anything else. Right, right, right. So I found this company out of Yugoslavia that actually created ebook software. Is the most money I ever paid for a piece of software to have developed. It cost me five thousand dollars at the time. Wow. And, and uh, it was like, and, but you have to remember, it's also like almost my last five thousand dollars. And what year? What year was this again? This is like ninety eight. This 99? is like ninety eight, roughly. Okay. Yeah, around ninety eight, ninety ninety nine, somewhere. Yeah, so that's yeah. still not. That's not. A, you know, it's not a. Five thousand dollars is nothing to shake a stick at. Like that's still yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. back then, it was even more money than you'd you'd ever think about. Well, right? and I imagine too, like when you make so much money and lose it, like you you start trying to claw at the money that's left, right? Like yeah, it's like yeah. But but you know, but you know, at that time, it's like okay, I'm I'm sitting here, I, you know, I'm going to put out this, you know, create this ebook software. So they made it for me, and it did all the things I wanted to. I created my take online payments ebook with it. I had the software now, and I'm like, this software is awesome. You know, I mean, other people would, would absolutely love this. So here's what I did is somehow, somewhere, I found a list online of 500 uh, e-zine publishers. Oh. And I manually sent an email to 
all 500 saying, hi, you don't know me, but my name is Armin Morin, and I wrote this ebook called Take Online Payments, and I just created this brand new software called Ebook Generator, and um, you know, here's a free copy of it. If you like it, here's a link to join my affiliate program, and I'd appreciate it if you'd send uh, an email to your list about it. Mm. Now, again, I sent out 500 invitations, basically. Um, I didn't know any of these people at all. But um, I did it. It took me, you know, a couple of days to to get through all of them and send them all an email, and I just it was really just copy and paste. Right. Uh, um, but because it worked, those, it worked back then. Because yeah, could, at, you at, out of those five hundred people, though, I had one hundred and seventy five people or so sign up to be an affiliate. And that first week, we did about four. I think this thing is about four to five thousand dollars in sales. Awesome. And so, and again, that that product was selling at forty nine dollars ninety five cents, uh, ninety seven cents. And uh, so we just kept on going. And, uh, you know, then people start asking me questions like, well, how'd you make that header graphic on your website? So I said, man, if someone could only create a software that did that, you know, or, hey, how'd you make that pop up on your website? And I said, okay, maybe we should do that. So I created this whole series of generator products Mm -hmm. from that point on. Now, that ebook software did go on to make a million dollars. In fact, it went on to create and sell over a couple million dollars worth of, uh, and we just really, we just took it off the market like, Three years ago. Okay, congratulations. That's still, that's still a good. Uh, that was your five thousand dollar investment, right? Yeah, that's exactly. That's a good ROI. I do that all day yeah, long. Not, not shabby. But now, the, but now I, I found out, you know, that I could outsource and that I could create software, and so I created this whole series of software like ebook generator, header generator, pop up generator, e cover graphic generator. Um, you know, all kinds of these. I had like I think twenty or thirty different pieces of generator software products at one time. Awesome. And uh, but along the way, what would happen is people would ask me a prop. They'd tell me the problem. My customer service was my source of inspiration. Really, is that they would ask me, "How did you do that on your website?" or "How did you do this on your website?" And what I would do is, I'd like, "You know, man, you know, some of these ideas were really, really good." And I'm like, "If someone could create that, maybe you know, maybe we could create that." Right. And and we could sell that product and we could get it out there. And that's and that's how it all started. And then eventually. You know, I started, you know, speaking at events and seminars and um, and I wanted to talk about something that no one else was talking about. And so I talked about the outsourcing, how I outsourced all these things. That's awesome. Armand, you've already given so much value. Like, really, I just want to stop for a second to recap all of the key things that you did that, you know, along your way that you didn't, whether you did or didn't know it was helping you be successful. But for the listeners, I really want to flesh all this out. So first of all, you mentioned multiple times that you were advertising your business. And yes. that you knew that you needed to advertise your business in order to get the word out and to get people to, right, to get people to your site to buy. So that's huge because so many people are afraid to spend any money on advertising. But I mean, for you, if you hadn't have been willing to spend that money, spend those dollars, you wouldn't have gone anywhere. So that was a key thing. And then the other part that you mentioned was about the merchant accounts and having a backup and multiple ways to collect money. And that sometimes right. just having a product to sale on customers isn't your only problem, right? That, that, that's a huge, huge, huge thing. And I'm glad you shared that with the merchant accounts because I've heard so many nightmares of people like they make all this money and then the merchant account freezes the money and they've got to deliver all this product. And they're just stuck in the middle. And so that's a huge, huge – like anyone who's here and listening, if you only have one merchant account, you need to get backups. You need a backup for your backup for your backup um, if possible because just the worst thing to do is do a launch and make you know a huge whack load of money and then like have what happened to you. And they just took it like thieves. They were like, hey, we just went to your bank account and took half because – Yeah, and and the funny part is is that what you don't know is that when you sign that merchant account agreement that you're basically authorizing them to do that. Yeah. Yeah, got to be in fine print. And you you can't really – you almost have no choice. Who else are you going to go to, right? Yeah, you had no choice. I mean, I, you know, I contacted some of the best you know, lawyers in the country and uh, they said that's the way it is. Have a good day. Yeah, that's – yeah. So key, key, key lesson here. The next part was your sales letter. I mean it was simple, but man, it worked. You, you, you identified a problem at the top and then you talked about the solution after and then you made an offer. Go figure. Put that CTA on there. That's right. I mean, as basic as you can get, right? Um, 
I love that you talked about how you used affiliates and how you got your your rabbit fans. You got people who loved your product to go and help sell for you. Um, and I love how you talked about your product creation, how that you kind of created products on the fly because you had your ears open listening to your customers as you went. And the outsourcing part, that you weren't afraid to hire people in other countries and across those cultural boundaries. I mean, that's you've been a pioneer and you've definitely got the arrows in your back to show, to show it. But I just want to go over all those steps because I feel like already right now in the first 30 minutes, that's almost like a formula for an online business right there. Like advertise your business, get merchant account, have backups, have a sales letter that identifies a problem, gives people the solution, get your, let your customers and people who want to sell your stuff sell your stuff and create products based on real needs that either you have or your customers are telling you about and outsource to build the team around you because you can't do it on your own. I don't even know if you realize that, but that was just your story right there. That's so powerful. Um, no wonder you've been as successful as you've been, even though you had to figure it out. I think like just looking from here, looking back, it must have been quite the journey for you. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, looking back, you know, you can see all the, the good things that you did. And you can also see the you know, all the bad things as well, too, Right. Um, you know, which comes with part of the territory. You know, I think that one of the I think probably the key that has helped me the most um, is that I was never afraid of actually failing. Mm. And, and, you know, when you, when you, I know that sounds, you know, cliche, but yeah. cliche almost, but, um, it, you know, it's like, I, in some cases, you know, especially when I first started my, my first company, I had no choice. I mean, what well, I was broke. I mean, <laughs> I, I, if I failed, oh, well, I, you know, I, I lost a dollar and 83 cents, you know? Right, right, uh, right. Yeah. But, <laughs> Darn. You can panhandle but, for but, an afternoon. But I think that's the thing is that so many times we like, oh, well, what will happen if it doesn't work? Nothing, really. <laughs> you're, you're pretty much going to be in the exact same position you are now. Yeah. So, you know, so what's the big deal? I mean, except, you know, and I've made a lot of mistakes over the years that are, you know, much, much, much bigger mistakes that, you know, didn't not only cost me time. And I think that's probably the the biggest thing that I'm worried about nowadays is uh, failing in the in the matter of time. Mm. Um, Money can always be made back, Mm -hmm. um, but time you can never get back. Yeah, no, that's 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 so true. And it's spoken like a true veteran. Um, Yeah. So you've helped so many people get up their businesses up and running. Um, like, are you, and you've helped literally through your seminars, you've gotten all this feedback, you've created custom products for people. Do you find that there's particular sticking points that people get hung up on, like in the, in the development and growth of their businesses? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, one of the aspects I think that a lot of people get stuck, stuck on is the planning aspect. Mm. Um, they, they constantly they put, try to put everything down on paper that could possibly ever happen. They try to flush out their idea to the nth degree. Um, and there's so much – they get so much involved in that planning that they never actually get to create the product. Like I have a, a student right now that um, is very much in that, that realm. Uh, and, and and the person's getting better, um, but they were very much stuck in that realm where they want to list everything else, all the possibilities, everything that could possibly ever happen. Uh-huh. And it, it finally, I just thought, you know, forget it, just just do it, just put this thing together. You'll figure out, you'll figure it out along the way. And if you're making a huge mistake, I'll tell you. Right. Um, but but that's the mis- that's the problem that many people have is that they try to analyze so much about what they're doing, they they don't actually get around to actually creating or developing that product. So as an example, let me give you an example. A lot of people uh, will spend two, three, four months in product development. Uh (laughs) Why? (laughs) I mean, I can understand on a software product where you have to develop it and you may have other people involved with it. But I know this, I mean, I've developed software a whole lot faster. for example, the fastest I've ever developed a piece of software from idea to fruition of the product uh, where it was actually sellable was in 60 minutes. Wow. Um, literally came up with the idea, put a bid on uh, to out, get it outsourced, had a person bid on it, get it done, and actually send me the finalized version of it within 60 minutes. That is awesome. So, you I mean, think about that. I mean, there's times where we've woken up, especially now with information products that many people are doing. Um, you know, what we'll do is instead of waiting time and time again to do it, what I'll do is I'll do it live. I'll just literally go and set up a webinar and invite people or charge people to watch me create this product live. 
Right. And so now I have to create, instead of waiting, 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 if I set a date and I know there's people going to be there, I actually have to do it. Right. Right. Uh, and, even, and nowadays, even our, lo- our bigger products that are, you know, many of our products nowadays are like 18 hours long. Okay. Um, and what I'll do is I'll literally stream myself the whole course of a whole weekend. Um, so I'll do literally four sessions on Friday, four sessions on Saturday, four sessions on Sunday. And that's the whole product right there. Wow. Okay. So you're hitting some, some really key points here. So you basically you sell it to make sure that there's a market and people that are willing to put their credit card info down. And then right. you make them part of the process and you build it for them. Mm-hmm. Which is excellent because then – because, I mean, there's so many people that I know when they launch products, it's never perfect once it gets out the door. Now, for some of the people that are listening to this and they're afraid of the negative feedback and they're afraid of, like, looking, you know, shoddy and, you know, their grandma won't be proud of what they put out there. Do you have any tips for people that are, like – because bad things can happen if you do that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what you do is you tell everyone ahead of time what's happening. Right. Um, You know, it's it's funny. I know people are afraid to fail publicly especially. Right. Um, and we all are. There's no doubt. We, you know, we always want to look good. Um, but you know, things will happen. So what I do is at the beginning of my sessions, and I'll, I'll tell everyone right up front, I said, here's what's happening. Um, I'm doing this product live for all of you guys, but uh, I'm also doing this for the recording. So what you're going to do is you're going to hear me say, officially start. And I'm going to start off by saying, you know, we're going to have a moment of silence. And then I'll start off when I'll say, hi, my name's Armin Moore and blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, I'll say, and thank you very much. And I'll see you in the next session. And then hang around after. Don't go anywhere because then what we're going to talk. Now, throughout the time that we spend together, because of technology, there might be some things that happen. So here's what could happen. The video that you're watching right now that's streaming live, it could freeze up on you. You might want to refresh your browser. Uh, if the screen goes black, then maybe we're having a problem. Um, so give us a moment momentarily. So if you want to check my Twitter account or my Facebook page, if something happens, I will make sure that my team puts something up there to let you know what is happening. But typically, we should be okay. And so, again, if we make mistakes, you'll also hear me stop and you'll see me say stop. And then we'll go back 10 seconds and I'll restate something. And so what I'm doing really at this point is I'm being – absolutely brutally honest with these people mm-hmm. and and what and if they know what is going on ahead of time they're like oh well he already told us about that right and yeah. and i've you know and i've never ever uh had a person complain yeah well because they wouldn't buy if you tell them up front now do you mention this in the sales letter in that like yeah like many times we'll, we'll tell them in the sales letter you know this is what's happening we're going to do record this live yeah there might be a couple hiccups along the way but the advantage is that you're going to get this information first before everybody else and you, you, I guess you come back and you improve the sales letter so it doesn't necessarily hurt your conversions in the future. Yeah, you can change a sales letter later on. Right, right. What you're doing that first – it's like that first bump. It's like what you're doing – what most people will do is they'll spend maybe weeks or months trying to create a product. And when they create the product, they, they there's no feedback. They're, they're, there's no feedback, first of all. That's one thing. Number two is when they create that product, they are – uh, not getting paid to do it. Mm-hmm. it. They're footing the bill out of their own pocket. So what we're doing is we're getting paid to create the product. Right. Yeah, if you're good so, at something, get paid to do it. Yeah. And 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 if once you get over that little bit of fear up front, then it's not a big deal at all. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. So uh, <laughs> this has been value-packed. You've said you could change your business in 90 minutes. I think by the end of the 60 minutes, whoever's listening to this, if they're not inspired and haven't found what they need to do or focus on or you know, to move to the next step, um, I would be grossly surprised. Now, what about the sales part? Because people are afraid of selling. Because we've already talked about the quintessential components to an online business, talked about creating the product on the fly, how to do it with integrity and not get you know a bunch of negative feedback and make it okay if you do fail or if you mess up or whatever happens. Um, and also you kind of put accountability on yourself so you get actually get it done. What about right. the sales part? Like when people are afraid of selling and asking for money, do you have any advice for those people? Because I know that that's something that a lot of people get hung up on. They're afraid. They'll do a great webinar, give amazing content. And then when it goes to the pitch, they just start like – it's like they hit puberty again. Their voice squeaks and they yeah. get nervous. <laughs> yeah. What happens is – and that's very typical for most people is they'll they will have certain what I call tells. Uh-huh. That shows people that they're nervous, and and it's kind of a strange analogy, but I'll give it to you anyway. And that is, you know, 
when you're selling, especially talking to people, trying to get them to buy something, the audience, it's kind of like a dog. Uh, if you're scared of the dog, the, the dog will smell it and and then then bite you anyway. Right. Uh, it's kind of like the same thing with people when you're in that sales, you know, trying to go into that sales mode. Uh-huh. Um, but it's very natural. If you keep it very natural and make it simple, first of all, you have to realize that if people are spending time with you, uh, well, I don't care if it's five minutes or I don't care if it's on a webinar, maybe it's an hour and a half, they know that you're going to sell them something or attempt to sell them something. So first of all, if you think that you're going to try to hide it, it's it's not going to work. Right. So they know that you're going to try to sell them something. Second thing is, if you think that your product is good uh, to begin with, then you shouldn't be afraid of making an offer to someone for them to purchase it. I think what people think uh, is that there's a magical – there's there's like uh, this magical way to sell people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's some words, I mean, you know, you know, I've taught, you know, a lot of classes on persuasion, things of that nature. And there's some things that you can say, but in the reality is just to explain to people what you have. Hmm. Um, so, you know, if I was to take a, a piece of software and sell it, I'd ask them a primary question up front. You know, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be able to do this? Which would be the primary purpose of my software. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when I say primary, primary purpose of my software, as an example, or product, I should say, um, you want to think of primal, and what I mean by primal, meaning down to the most basic item. People typically will try to sell their product or service based upon one individual aspect of it. But in the end, you need to find out what is the real root primal aspect of what it is that you have. What does it actually do for people? And the reason I use the word primal is because you need to get to the heart of the matter so people understand it within seconds. Right. And so, you know, if I had a product that taught you how to drive traffic to your website, let me ask you a question. If I could show you how to drive an unlimited amount of traffic to your website quickly and easily, would you want to know about it? Yes or no? Right. Yes, of course. Yes, I would. You know, or if I could show you a way to drive 100,000 visitors to your website in the next 30 days, you know, would you want to know about it? Right. Yes. Yes, of course. Okay. So at that particular point, they've already said that they're interested. Now the question is, okay, what can we do? If I just said I can drive 100,000 visitors to your website, then I need to prove to you that I can drive 100,000 visitors to my website. Right. So the first thing I need to hit them with is absolute undeniable proof. Right, right, right. And so at this particular point, I just told you, you said you would like to know how to drive 100,000 visitors to your website. So you must believe at least that I know how to do that. So if I can prove to you now, all of a sudden your level of belief just went through the roof. Right, right. So now. So now I proved to you, here's my stats, here's what I just did, and here's the time frame that I did it in. And, you know, and the great part is I can show you how do you do the exact same thing. So now I showed them the proof, right? Right. So I asked them a question. Think about this. I asked them a question up front. How would you like to be able to do this, whatever this may be? Then I showed them proof that I did it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then what I do is I explain to them, uh, I go right into the actual product. Okay. So, again, proof. You know, here's what I did. Here's how I did it. And the good news is, is that I'm going to now can show you exactly how to do it. And it's called, boom, here's my product. So I introduced the name of the product and here's what we're going to show you how to do. And then we break it down. Step one, we're going to show you how to do this. Step two, we're going to show you how to do this. Step three, we're going to show you how to do this and everything else. So all we're doing is we're just really laying out what the product actually does. And, um, and then you go into a, a scenario, which would be something like this. You know, if, if, you, if I had to coach with a private client and teach them how to do this, I would charge them literally tens of thousands of dollars on how to do this. But the good news is I'm not going to charge you that much. And what we're going to do is we're going to do something amazing that we very rarely do. We're going to discount this in a way that's going to make it easy for you to get your hands on this today. Uh-huh. Okay. So now think of the words I just used and how I use them. Now, again, that was just all off the top of my head. I didn't really think about this too much. Right. Uh, so I gave them a scenario uh, I, I compared apples to oranges, oranges right? Okay, because I said – I didn't say if I put this into a course. I said if I worked with a private client mm-hmm. and it's true. You know, if you spent – for example, if you spent a day with me, it's going to cost you at least $10,000 and up, right? right? So it's absolutely true. You're going to spend tens of thousands of dollars with me if I taught a private client. Right. But again, we know this is not a private client. So now I can, they have this big number in their head already. So then, but the good news is I'm not going to charge you that because of blah, 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 whatever it may be. So now um, they're expecting, okay, well, what's the distance? Meaning the distance is what's the expectation in their head versus what it actually is. 
So what we're doing is we're building a level of contrast. Can you, can you, okay, yeah, so perfect. So you're building a level of contrast. And you mean when you're talking about if I do this for a private client, if you like what I've just talked about and you would like you know, me to show you, if I were to show you one-on-one, it would cost you know hundreds of thousands of dollars. But we're not going to yeah. do that. We're going to do it really cool. This is the apples to oranges. I've got this course and you're, right. you know, right, okay, so keep going. And so, so now, so all of a sudden they have this big, big price point in their head. So now all of a sudden... We go into, and here's what you're going to get, boom, 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 boom. And you're going to get this all, everything today, instead of tens of thousands of dollars, you're going to get only for this. Right. You know, 97 bucks. Right. Um, so, so now, again, what we're doing is we're creating that. The bigger the contrast of what the number that they thought in their head uh-huh. to versus what the actual real number that you're actually charging them for, the right. easier it is for them to the buy. Right, because the, the greed the greed factor kicks in. The savings they're saving right. so much money, and it's you're still speaking with integrity because it is the truth, right? Correct. Right. You never want to lie. You never never right. lie in a right. sales right. letter. Period. Because right. if you get caught ever, um, first of all, no one will ever trust you again. Yeah, your career's <laughs> reputation. Reputation is everything. You need to guard it. Exactly. Life. So so what happens is you build that that contrast in their minds, and then you re- release the price. Now you don't have to. Now the funny part is, is that I never actually gave a real hard number. On the upper end number, right? I just let them kind of elude to what it could possibly be, right? Um, but I never give any, give them anything solid. And then I, when I release the bottom price, it's you know ninety seven dollars, whatever the price may be, and uh, then go into and then I just show them, tell them what to do next. After I re- reveal the price to them, it's, and it's only ninety seven dollars, right? So there it is, it's out on the table now. And here's what you need to do next, okay? Click on the button on this page that says, and then you know, b- click here to buy now, and then you know, click that other button. You know, pull out your credit card, place your order right now, immediately today, and in the next five minutes, you'll be able to instantly start utilizing this particular product and showing you how you can get blah 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 visitors to your website. Got it, got it. That's so simple. It that's is. So it's just, it, but that's the thing is that it, it's a matter. It's it, when you're talking to people. If you had to explain to a good friend, this is how you should talk, is if you had, to, if you had a friend of yours sitting across the table from you and you had to explain to them what you had mm-hmm. and trying to get them interested in what you have, how would you speak to them? Right. You'd speak to them colloquially, like you'd use common phrases and right. saying, and, right, very personal right. language. Exactly. But what most people do is they'll try to put on their radio voice and they'll <laughs> try to be ultra, ultra professional, which they'll never, ever use that type of language. But, uh, you know, it's just like, you know, hi, my name is Armin Moore. And today <laughs> I would like to, you know, if you just talk to people, have a normal conversation with people that it's it brings them at ease, first of all. Mm. If you're just having a casual conversation with them, you know, hi, my name is Armin Moore, and I just want to share with you something amazing that I just recently found out. Okay? Boom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then you're just talking to them, having this normal conversation. And then when you go into that close where you're actually asking them for the money, it's not a big switch. Right. Right. Because you're just talking. Yeah, exactly. You just, just tell like, your friend. Well, here, here's what it is. I mean, no, and, and here's the fact. It's a, it's a matter of fact. Normally, I would charge you know, tens of thousands of dollars like this with a private client, but we're not dealing with private clients today. Uh, what we're doing is we're doing something amazing. We put this into a product format that you can easily access anytime. And the best part is you're going to get lifetime updates to it. So let me explain to you exactly what you're going to receive today. <laughs> You can tell you've been doing this because it's so smooth. It's so yeah, you're very, 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 very polished. Um, yeah, that's awesome, Armand. Man, this has been so helpful, so insightful for anyone listening to the call. I think there's just an amazing amount of value here. They're definitely going to want to listen to this interview a few times. Definitely want to take some notes. So, as someone who's obviously made millions of dollars over and over and lost millions of dollars over and over, yeah. and you know, built businesses to suit your lifestyle and, and figured out kind of who you are, what's kind of your big mission now? Like, what are you really excited about? What are you focused on? Yeah, we have uh, you know probably several different things that you know we're excited about. Number one, you know, I think you're always looking. I think no matter what, I think in most people they're always looking for that that. I don't know, I guess you call it that perfect world product right? that is like your legacy Mm. (laughs) and is going to be the product that you, um, you know, leave behind. Mm. And, you know, for us, uh, we have several different things. Number one, we have, you know, our coaching programs. Um, You know, we're putting more time and effort into it. We're doing streaming seminars, and which brings me to the point that I brought up in the very beginning. Mm. You know, one of the things that you said was that, you know, we're not, you know, maybe at the forefront or up front in front of the public as much as we were before. Um, and, it, you know, you're not the first person to ever say that either. Um, 
And the reason is because, you know, years ago, five, six, seven years ago, you know, we used to do our big seminars and, and just like huge. you were talking about. Yeah, there were huge events. We had, you know, everybody in the industry, you know, come to these events. And, um, you know, and then I just kind of read the writing on the wall at the time. You know, let's just yeah. let's stop it. Um, it the, the industry was changing and it was really the right timing. There's no doubt. I actually believe that because live events are so time-consuming and expensive, and a lot of people just break even on those, and they don't really make any product until they you – know, Yeah, and that's because they don't know how to do them. That's the problem with it. Mm, right. <laughs> and so what happened was we stopped doing them, and, and we started doing our own events. It was just me. No other speakers. It was just me. And so we, we did a bunch of events like in Australia and the UK and around the world and different places across the US. Um, so that made it very easy for us to, to do. But also, um, what we started doing about two years ago was this uh, a whole different realm. I had this whole vision that that events were going to be online mm-hmm. and, and streamed. <laughs> Go figure. And so, <laughs> what we were going to what we started doing was this this whole thing called WebCamp. Um, and WebCamp what is this three day seminar? It's a live three day seminar that. Um, I focus on one subject for three whole days and it might be on list building just for three days because typically when I was doing my events around the world, um, I would try to fit in a little bit of everything throughout those three days. And it was very, 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 very difficult because I couldn't get deep Deep. into any one subject. Yeah. To get the details they really need. Yeah. So what I did was in in the web camp, we focus on just one idea uh, and we've been doing this for two and a half years. Uh, now, what's, here's the interesting part about this is that uh, each web camp, and I do one every other month, um, and uh, this is pretty amazing, that we have between 1,000 and maybe 2,000 people on each web camp. Wow. So now think about that. Now, the biggest event that I ever had with my big seminar uh, was like 500 people. Right, which is huge for a live event. Yeah, which is huge because we did all kinds of things. We fed people and all this other stuff. Yep. But with web camp, it was, it's just very easy. Now, the cool part about web camp is that's free. Right. Ah. So, yeah. So the cool part is that they, people can attend for free for three days and I don't hold anything back. They get the full three days, the whole works and everything else. Uh, and, and people can just go to webcamp.cc and they can see what we're doing there. But, you know, at each in, in to this day, I still speak at live events. In fact, I'm getting ready to do a tour in Australia, um, where I do like five cities. So, it's, it's really kind of cool. But uh, every p- event that I've been going to over the last few years, people have been asking me the same question. When are you going to do big seminar again? Mm. And the answer is uh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why is because uh, you know I don't want to try to re- rehash or relive something again uh, over and over again. But that eventually it started eating away at me and saying, okay, what is it that – you could do what do we want to do and because I, I see these events and i see so many mistakes that people are doing um number one being that they're unorganized mm-hmm. number two they're just not professional number three you know they base the whole event maybe around you know basically just drinking and, and at the bar right. <laughs> that's that's the whole event you can just hang out there right right, right. <laughs> but uh uh you know i think that there's a, another level of events uh that that exist out there and so um you know, after a lot of time and talking about it, we created something new that we're getting ready to do in the near future, and it's called a Learn University. Mm. And what this is is to take what we kind of started with a big seminar and bring it and update it and modernize it. And what we've done is we've invited you know some of the top marketers in the world to speak at this event to teach people. And the the difference between what the way I do an event and the other people do an event is that what I do is I take a look at the industry as it sits at this particular moment, as in like today. Uh-huh. And I think, okay, what are the things that people need to know about? Uh-huh. What are the things that people have to know about in their business today? Right. And so then what I'll do is out of the people that I know, which, you know, I'm just fortunate enough to know like everybody, and <laughs> you, do, you do know everybody. <laughs> so I, I, I pick up the phone and I dial up these people and, and I say, hey, dude, I'm doing an event and I need you to speak on this particular topic. And, you know, if they can make it, then they can make it. Um, but we have the, the, the bigger names at our events um, so we can do it. And like, for example, like the one that we're getting ready to do has, you know, Russell Brunson, uh, Mike Filsame, uh, Matt Basic, um, you know, Chris Farrell. Um, mm. 
you know, Ty Cohen. I mean, there's just a bunch of people that are, you know, you know, speaking at the event, there's, you know, several that are missing as well, too. But um, but the point being is that at at these events, at this particular type of event, is that we have the, you know, the bigger speakers that we could possibly get, the best names that we could possibly get, people that are going to actually teach something I know that's worthwhile. And then also the other aspect of it is we have a structured way for people to network. And so at our events, you know, typically what I'll do is, is I have a contest for my coaching students where I give away $25,000. Wow. So it's really kind of cool because the audience actually votes to see who wins that 25000 based upon how much that person improved their business over the course of the last six months or so. Wow. Um, and then the other thing that we have is like uh, as on Saturday night, we have this big 80s theme party that we're having at this one. Uh, <laughs> retro that's awesome yeah yeah so it's just kind of cool i just happened to be on a, i just happened to be going over to london to speak at an event and on the plane i watched the uh, wedding singer with adam sandler <laughs> and that's what that was your inspiration that's such <laughs> that was my inspiration i was like ah well at first it was going to be a togo party but uh <laughs> so i thought you know there that just leaves too much room for interpretation for many right. people Right. So I figure it's safer to do an 80s theme party. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so, you know, Learn University is just one of those things that, you know, we're doing. It's kind of a whole new, uh, for us, it's it's easy, it's simple. Yep. But at the same time, it's uh, kind of bringing back a different level, a different class of, uh, of seminars. Well, and I think you're able to provide more value because you cut out a lot of the overhead cost. Mm-hmm. So you can really focus on delivering a ton of value for people and, again, putting it in a format that they're comfortable with because some people, right, they can't well, go away from home or – Well, with the webcam – see, with webcam, we're doing it online. But Learn University, we're doing it live. Oh, my apologies. Oh, my apologies. Yeah. Where's it going to be? It's going to be in Phoenix, Arizona, actually. Got it. I love Phoenix. I always have such a great time in that city. Are you going to be doing it at the main conference center there or – yeah, it's actually I you know I don't it's, I think it's at one of the Marriotts I believe. Oh okay okay got it. No, I love Phoenix though. It's such a beautiful town. Yeah, yeah. Because because what would happen what, what, by doing that right uh, by doing a, a live event? I mean you know I I think streaming events are great and like I said you know we've been doing them a lot of course. Mm-hmm. But there's you know when when I look back at the people that I know if you look at my close friends that I, I mean you know forget about online just offline as well too. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that I hang around the most, my closest friends today, are people that I met live at an event. Mm. Um, you know, these are people that have mm-hmm. just, you know, we, we met each other at an event. We might have known each other before, you know, online maybe, yep. or we just met there at an event and got to know each other yep. and uh, just a, had a lot in common. A face to the name. Yeah. And, you know, you can tell a lot about a person when you're hanging out with them, you know, you know, there's some people that, you know, prior to meeting them in person, you know, I didn't like. Right, 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 and then, right. And then when I met them, I'm like, oh, I, you know, I just totally misread this person. Right, because you're, you're trying to get to know someone via text and images versus their actual authentic self. I right. Think that's a key, I think that's a really powerful and key point because that, that's where, I mean, that's where the handshakes deals are made. That's where you find a lot of your JV partners. And that's where right. you find a lot of the like-minded people you can't find in the city that you're in. You know, you know there is a, there is a, I, I went to this uh, event, I went to a JV zoo event uh, last year. And uh, I went there and I, I met this this guy and I only I you know I I only know his last name really. I, I his first name is is Ankur, right? He's from he's from India, and he just did a launch like the week before, and uh, he he sold like fifteen thousand items of of the product that he had. Okay. And I was I was just extremely impressed, mm. right? With with you know with not with what he did, but then you know throughout the weekend you know we just happened to hang out with the same people and I got to know him a little, you know much more. And, um, you know, he's just someone, and, you know, and honestly, I haven't talked to him since, hmm. but he just like left this impression. He just as a, a really nice guy that, mm-hmm. you know, has put, done a lot of hard work and effort and, and into his, into his business. Right. And, uh, and I just, you know, I was just so impressed with him. But again, it was one of those people I met at an actual event. Right. When you get to meet them face to face, I think that's so important because if, you know, a lot of our listeners know I'm a, a huge advocate for Think and Grow Rich because yeah. a lot of people, they want it like, you know, law of attraction and that like, yeah, that, you know, you need to visualize and you need to think about it and auto suggestion, but there's 13 principles, not just one. And one of those key ones right. is a mastermind group and being surrounded by like-minded people who want to do and accomplish the same thing that you want to do. And you know, what's really funny is that to leave your city and to go somewhere is shown 
becomes a significant commitment to who you want to be and what the life you want to walk into, what you right. want to create for yourself and your family and your loved ones. And so to go and meet fellow travelers, you know what I mean? People who are that committed, it really is. It's almost like a, a, a almost like a, I don't want to say, uh, how do you, like skimming, that's it, skimming the cream of the, of the yeah. crop <laughs> of the people that are really dedicated and committed to the goal. And so I think that that on its own, again, is another huge benefit for being well, at a live event in person and making those connections with people, like real connections, real friendships. Well, if you think about this, I mean, you know, you know, right now, I mean, you know, you're, you're out of the country at the moment, but, mm-hmm. you know, typically we're sitting here and you're working and you may be working on, you know, some of the biggest projects ever. Right. But you're, you're by yourself. Yep. And yeah, I mean, you know, my wife, you know, knows what I do and she's involved in my business and things of that nature, but only to a certain degree, mm-hmm. she doesn't know she's involved in my business, but, but she doesn't know the business, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know the things that I know about marketing. So I can throw ideas at her and she might, you know, can give her opinion, but it's not going to be the same as me talking, sitting down with a, you know, a friend of mine and, and saying, Hey, here's uh here's an idea that I have. What do you think about this? Right. Right. Or, or here's, I mean, now, I mean, I may tell them they're wrong anyway, but it doesn't. <laughs> but at least then you have someone that can talk shop and that can get, yeah, I mean, candid but opinion. you know, if you if you listen to people, you know they'll they might give you an idea. They might have a different perspective on things. Uh, they might have done it before already. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of you know. Here's the difference. You know, I'll, I'll tell you the difference. Um, a lot of times when I'm talking to people, and I'll say the difference between me and you is the fact that I have less choices than you do. Mm. And and here's what I mean by that is that when you're involved in the world of internet marketing or marketing online or business in general, you have all of these choices laid out in front of you. Right. And 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 everything sounds great. But after for example, in my case being doing this almost 20 years, I only have a couple choices. And the reason I have only a couple choices is because I've already ruled out all those other options. Mm. I've already figured out that those things don't work, mm-hmm. and now I'm left with this smaller set of things that actually do work so I can come to a decision quicker and faster. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes perfect sense. So what happens is that you know, when you're able to bounce an idea off someone else, they have already uh, – they have different experiences than you. And by you, you know, leveraging their experiences and leveraging what they have done, you're effectively, you know, doubling or tripling or even quadrupling, you know, your your knowledge base. Right. Well, now you're able to tap into the minds of people and create a collective, like collective mastermind, where right. you've got your 20 years or 30, 40 years of experience with his 20 years of experience. Right. And now you've got literally thousands of years of experience in one room. Exactly. That's huge. So, where do people go to find out information about this event? Yeah, Learn University, you can just simply go to learnuniversity.com and you'll see a video there. You'll see all the different great people that we have there, find all the details about the event. Um, it's a, it's going to be an amazing event. I mean, we, I'm looking forward to it um, because, A, events are uh, a lot, just a lot of fun. Um, you know, one of the things that, you know, we pride ourselves in is, you know, not only the event itself, but the branding at the event. Um, when a person walks in through the door at our events, you're gonna. It's an entire different experience than any other event that you'll ever experience, um, because of the from the marketing standpoints. If you're careful and you watch exactly the marketing aspects that we have going on at the event, it's it's an amazing set of circumstances that we've created. But also the branding from our staging to our signs to everything. Um, what you'll see is that it's an entirely different experience than you'll experience at any place else. Period. Mm, so learnuniversity.com is Correct. where they go. And say someone picks up this recording, you know, like a year from now, what do you want them to go to? Is it webcamp.cc? Is that the Yeah, website? webcamp.cc or, you know, if they go to either one of the, it's webcamp.cc or learnuniversity.com. But either one of those, you'll see whatever event that we're doing next. That's awesome. Armand, thank you so much for coming on this call today. You gave a ton of value. Everyone that's listening to this, if, especially if you're getting started or if you're trying to patch together what to do, listen to this interview again. He is dropping gems on this. I'm not even kidding. I've got my hands covered in pen because uh, I didn't have a notepad, so i got to go transfer this to something before I start sweating. But Armand, thank you so much for your time and for sharing it and just for, just for being willing to put yourself out there to be the pioneer, to get those arrows. That way we can follow in your footsteps and, and just have a better chance of being successful so um in a lot of ways i just yeah it's just very noble of you to i mean you probably weren't thinking about us when you were doing it but still there's i don't know if you'll ever 
I don't know if you'll ever realize or or feel the significance and the impact you've had on other people. Like I said, I'm not even just saying this to fluff you up. So many people say so many good things about you. That's why I wanted to get you on this call because just I, the people, like you say, I've met a lot of these people at conferences and events exactly like yours. The relationships have been very meaningful to me. And for to hear them speak about that, um, I was like, I got to talk to this guy. And now I really know why, because I know what we've gone over on this, um, on this call already will help a ton of our listeners and anyone that went through that and felt that that was probably kind of basic, then, then they need to go to your event or at least find out more from you. Cause I know at least from speaking from my own experiences, you definitely have the goods. So thank you for your time. I wish you and your loved ones all the best. And uh, yeah, man, just thank you. <laughs> thank you. Dale. You've reached the end of our interview. Now, first let me thank you for listening. I appreciate and respect you more than you'll ever know. And now I'd like to ask you a couple of questions. First, what three lessons did you just learn? What three aha moments just jumped out at you? Second, what can you implement for yourself and your business in the next 24 hours? Third, what can you give to someone else to help you with or give them to just do it for you? Whatever it is, remember taking action is the secret sauce to results. Now, if you think this interview would be helpful for a friend, please give them a link to it. It'll help them and it'll help me too. I'd also like to invite you to help me find out more about the challenges you're facing, your dreams, your goals, and how I can help you overcome what's holding you back. We both do better when we know better, and your success is my success. So please reach out and interact. You can visit our website, bestbusinesscoach.ca for Canada or California, where I'm from and where I'm living. Uh, You're welcome to also try out one of our paid programs. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and pretty much every other social media channel you can think of. You should also subscribe to the podcast. And if you're enjoying them, please leave us a nice review. It really helps. That's all for now. Once again, thank you. Take care of yourself. And remember, the world needs the best business you can build. And I believe in you.